Or like a, it's, no, it's, it's more like a hip hip. Hip hip. What's up? Skin? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, uh, it's called things. Go on, TJ, I suppose. Okay. <clears throat> Alright, hold on. Uh, so I'll stick point. <coughs> and you stick point. Uh, let me stick my levels quick. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, it's a little. Yeah, it's, that's that's pretty good, actually. Yeah, I'll be good. Uh, okay, and then uh, on three for both of us. One, two, three. Ah, fuck, fuck, fuck it up. One, two, three. Great. Fantastic. Unless I can just put away Facebook here. All right, I'm good to start whenever you are. <clears throat> if you go for this time. It, it's your podcast, dude. Do whatever oh, you want. Time. Okay. Here we go. One, two, three. Hello, world. Oh, ahem. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. I lost my voice on that one. Alright, it's always better the second time. Just like this podcast. Here we go. Hello, world. You're listening to Power Cycle Podcast. I am Jack Barron. And I'm Mike Knowles. The beautiful Mike Knowles. For those of us who are joining for the first time, uh, the this is our podcast kind of to just talk about gaming in general. Uh, we do a lot of news uh, on our YouTube channel. Uh, we do news, gameplay, but we never get to really talk. So this is our podcast. We get to talk about gaming, get to hear our input, and get to know us better. Uh, so... Yesterday, not yesterday, last time we were talking about Overwatch, uh, kind of gaming and how it's changed as we've gotten older. Uh, but hey, uh, start, start, uh, start, start again with, uh, so last, last time, like, just, just do a recut, I'll just, I'll cut around it. Like, just go back all the way to the beginning? No, 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 just like, just go back into starting it, you're like, so last time, last time, last week, like, just, just okay, start that so again. I don't even know, do we need to reference every previous podcast? Is that a thing yeah, we're gonna do? Okay. Only second one. Okay, uh, cool. No, no, go for it. Go for okay. it. Wait, so I just start from that point? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I'll just, I'll just like, <clears throat> I'll cut it out for the audio and splice it, and then for the video, I'll throw up our channel because we're talking about our channel, and then I'll cool. fade it back. Okay. So last episode, we talked about Overwatch and kind of our, our, our love of gaming mm -hmm. and how it's changed over the years. And today, I want to focus on kind of a more current event. The Nintendo Switch just came out probably like a, how many days ago? Yesterday? Literally, literally yesterday. Literally yesterday. Okay. Oh well, by the time this podcast comes, podcast comes out, like four days ago. Okay. But yeah. So I want to talk about kind of console gaming, uh, and you know where where can we take it from? Because this Nintendo Switch has a lot of stuff going on with it compared to the lot Xbox of stuff and PlayStation Four. Uh, so I'll just dive into that and kind of and then talk about the future of consoles and what do you want to talk about today? What are you bringing with you? I got I got some topics. Right. Got some topics. I like these two. Yeah, like why spoil it? You know. So I'm just gonna start off with Nintendo Switch. I sure. don't know too much about it. I feel like you're a bit more informed on it. Okay. Well, so, let's start with what you know. So, I know that you can take it apart. It's, it's mobile. Like, I'm taking it with me. Correct? Yeah. That's that's a feature of it. It's a very big selling point. But I'm also playing on my TV. Yeah. Okay. So, explain that to me what they're trying to do. With yeah. So, so it's a docking system. So, uh, it's kind of like basically having an HDMI cord, but it's in a box. So, it has two pieces to it. You have... The actual main console is in the mobile part, right? Mm -hmm. And so this is kind of like uh, an NVIDIA Shield tablet or something along that line. Uh, and you take it out. Uh, you can take it anywhere. It, it, it becomes a controller in two ways. So it's a screen in the center. Uh, I forget if it has touchpad capabilities. I'm 99.9% I'm .9 sure it does uh, for the touchscreen. And then so on the sides is the Joy-Cons. These are like little, basically mini Wiimotes, like half each. Uh, but they can be used as like a full controller each for certain things. So they attach to the side. 
and it basically works like Nvidia Shield. So you walk around and it has stuff on the side. Now you can also use the uh, Pro Controller, uh, which is an additional peripheral that costs an insane amount of money. I believe it's like sixty, seventy dollars for like what is basically an Xbox controller, which is great. I hear it's amazing, uh, and you should buy it if you have the extra money. Uh, there's also you can slip the Joy Cons into a like uh, like a stock controller uh, now, additional setup. Also, so the Nintendo Switch is not a part of the, the Wii line. The Wii no, was, it's a new thing. Like, so yeah. The Wii U was kind of like a, a build off of the Wii. Where it's yeah, Wii yeah. That was like a Switch is like right. This is our new There's thing. a total redesign. Like, absolutely, total absolutely. Okay. Uh, and so, yeah, so you can do mobile, uh, you can, so you can wirelessly, wirelessly connect other controllers and then just prop the screen up if you don't want to be holding the screen. So, like, say you're at a table where we are right now, you would, like, take it, prop it up kind of like our laptop screen is right now, and just, like, have a controller like this. Uh, for people who can't see the video, I'm, like, my main controller. Uh, and so, yeah, so that's the main console. And then what happens is, there's a docking port, and that's hooked up to the TV, it has a power source, and it has HDMI, it goes to the TV. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and so when you when you put it in this dock, you, you slide it into the dock, it attaches. The dock adds extra uh, CPU power to it and uh, up-reses the graphics. And then you can play on TV. Okay, so I sh- I, you can play <coughs> the same game. So it, 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 Takeoff is still kind of the same capability. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> when it comes to, like, Nintendo games, uh, you can do it on both. Uh, when it comes to most third-party games, I assume you can do it on both. Uh, there is a few exceptions we just learned of. There's only one actually at the moment, but we'll probably have more. Is that um, any so because it has a touchscreen, you can play like mobile games on it if they get ported correctly. So there's a Japanese mobile game that's getting ported on, and that game you can only play on the go because you need a touchscreen. Okay, this is a whole heck of a lot of a console. Okay, so but do you you think? Like, I'm, I'm not sure how well it's. Like, I feel like a lot, I know my friends are buying. It. I know a lot of guys who are picking. Oh up, yeah, who yeah. Are buying it. Now, do you think this is the system that is, you know, I remember the Wii outsold everything. Like, there, every, I remember, like, I could not get a Wii for weeks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And now, do you think the Switch is going to be the same thing, or is this kind of, you know, just, I Nintendo says it might fall to the wayside? Okay, sure. So, I there's uh, two parts to this question, actually. So, the first comes to, uh, how, how can people get this? And it's sold out right now. This is how it is. Uh, and it's it's not even player demand. Here's the thing. This is something that Nintendo does specifically. Uh, I believe it's always part of their marketing strategy because it happens, it happens way too often for a company that's big to not just have another manufacturer. <clears throat> wow, I sorry. I'm just knowing what's up with me today. We went through it. Um, where they they distinctively and purposely release a smaller amount of units into the wild at first to create artificial demand. Uh, this is for two reasons. First of all, uh, with the Wii, with the, sorry, not the Wii, the Switch specifically, and the Wii originally too, uh, there's not enough games out where you know you don't really have a general populace to draw in because they're not going to buy it because, like, only the diehard Nintendo fans are going to buy a Nintendo console at launch because there's not that many things to really buy it for specifically. I feel like that's a Nintendo problem in general. Well, every console has that for the most part. Okay, I always felt like with Nintendo, I know, like, a huge issue with the Wii was the catalog. It was just like, there's just no... Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like yeah, it's, it's that time of the Xbox 360 where Xbox had like all these Halo games coming out, Call of Duty, all these games are coming yeah. out, and the Wii was like, here is Carnival Games. Yeah, so when Xbox One came out, though, think of it this way. Xbox One, to my remembrance, had Peggle 2, uh, Dead Rising 3, Battlefield uh, 4 re-release uh, on the Xbox One, uh, Call of Duty re-release, which that year would have been Infinite Warfare? No, Ghost. Would have been Ghost. Yes, Ghost. Uh, which I didn't play. Uh, and I don't think... It didn't have Halo when it came out. I do remember, yeah, the Xbox One. Yeah, there was only like four. And, and P- PS4 also only had like 
I think six games. I think they had they, they had like Knack, I think already out, and like they had like a few more smaller exclusives. But yeah, so so it, it's actually they're doing a lot better on the third party actually with the launch here, uh, and that's mostly because they have a it, they have a digital store uh, at launch. So I don't think Xbox Live uh, had their full Xbox One store at launch. Uh, I could be wrong, could be wrong, but uh, Nintendo actually has their shit together with this one. They have a lot of third party uh, past games, so an old FIFA. Uh, I don't know if Skyrim is actually available at launch, but there's there's a lot of like re-release games that are already in the Nintendo eShop. Uh, they can just download on day one. But uh, anyway, so the, yeah, they 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 create artificial demand uh, to make it look like uh, they're out of product and it's heavily demanded. And this and this then puts to the mind of other consumers, oh man, if it's out of stock, then it's pretty good. Like I want more. Yeah, it puts that thought in. Uh, and then they re-release more to the wild around summer. Or no, they they start trickling them in, but they really put the shipments in around summer, leading into the fall holiday season when they release a bunch of games, yeah. and then the general consumer wants one, not the diehard Nintendo fan. Uh, and we've seen this again with the Wii, although the Wii I think actually did sell out, like it went a lot longer, like it actually was a bigger yeah, craze. It was, it was months you couldn't get one. I remember I would go into the GameStop almost every other week, and they're like, no, we don't have one. Oh yeah, um, and then like Amiibos, Amiibos was although Amiibos people forget it was also coupled with uh, the. Uh, the whole shipyard strike in California that they had, uh, like, during that time where, like, uh, the dock workers, like, were on union strike. So, like, there was just stuff sitting in the docks, like, for a while. So, that, that contributed to the Amiibo craze also, that shortage. Uh, but, yeah, so so they're doing that. Uh, and that's fine. You know, like I said, like, there's only, like, the only thing is that the only big sells. Again, they got to shit together with a lot of third-party games, so they're mostly re-releases. The big sell is Zelda, and that's only going to be a diehard Nintendo fan thing. Even though, you know, once you have the Switch, you'll buy Zelda. But, like, the only reason to buy the Switch now is Zelda, and so they're, they're releasing a lot of limited units, and that's fine. Um, so the second part of your question on, is it going to be a big takeoff? Yeah. Uh, there's a few things that was going for it, definitely. The the ability to play a mobile thing is uh, is pretty good, although they're burning their 3DS users, and they really ramped the 3DS now, hype. How big is this? I haven't seen a Switch in person. Is it? Is the, uh, let me Google it. I actually don't, I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, I'm imagining if I'm taking Zelda on a bus ride, on a... It, I think it's bigger than a, a 3DS. It's a uh, 4x9. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's 4x9.5. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's it's a decent size screen. Like I said, it's basically an NVIDIA shield. It's like having a tablet, uh, except for it's a 16x9 instead of, like, the usual, like, awkward tablet size. I, I was seeing a download then. Or no, no, the cartridge. This is what I'm trying to explain to you. The screen portion okay. is the physical console. This is The dock. The dock is added hardware to so, improve so the, dock, the console. So, so the dock doesn't do anything. The dock is there. The dock by itself does nothing. The dock is hardware. The dock the dock is is additional processing units. Okay, so I'm putting everything on the tablet. Right. Yeah. The, the the chip in goes there, into I put the, the controllers on the side. Yeah, the and they're they're the using they're using like 3DS chips basically, but like a better version of it. Okay, but that's where the that's what the game is. Right. They're yes. Not on like disc or No. Okay, so when I, when it's I, digital or SD card. Okay, so I take my tablet and put my briefcase I'm putting in my cartridges too, and I'm just like, I want to change the game. I yep. it out and go, boop, I got hands. Yeah, that's how it works. Okay. So basically, Nintendo's like, here's our handheld market and our console market to put it together. Yeah, but by doing that, they're burning 3DS users in a lot of ways because 3DS had a very, very bad start. Don't get me wrong. And you think they're moving away from the 3DS? Right? <clears throat> oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and, and it's a shame because in the last two years, they really recovered with the 3DS, and in this last year, they really ramped up like good games for it, good pricing. They re released a newer, cheaper model of the 3DS. That actually upgraded hardware too, which was insane. Uh, basically, like an Xbox Slim almost. Uh, but yeah, so it kind of sucks for them. Uh, I'm one of the people that bought into that too because I had a lot of traveling news. So again, we talked about last time that I bought 3DS for all my traveling stuff. I don't use it as much now, but it makes me feel even worse. Uh, like they're re-releasing uh, Sun and Moon mm -hmm. on Switch. Uh, sorry, 
they're rumored to re-release Sun and Moon on Switch. I think it's going to oh, be called Stars. Pokemon? I've been Pokemon for people. That's why you bought a 3DS. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Switch, then yeah, it's only a rumor right now. Uh, it's going to be like basically the Emerald of that game. Like It's like the two games in one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with additional content. Uh, the rumor right now is Stars. Uh, Pokemon Stars. Uh, that's the rumor name. It could be anything, really. Uh, but yeah, people people start catching on to that because when you look at a lot of the gameplay trailers, a lot of the uh, the sprites, not the sprites, the, like, the 3D models in combat were like a lot higher res. Like, you know, it's a new game. It's been a few years. But even for that, it looked a lot higher res. And, and the theory is that it's because they were already prepping for the Switch release. So they just used the same graphics. Okay. Like, it's higher quality for the bigger screen of the Switch, so it looks way nicer on the handheld now, version also. do you also. think that someone... Do you think people will look at a tab, look at the tablet and say, okay, I'm okay with carrying this around? Like, do you do you think it will... That be, you know, because you have your phone, you'll have your iPad, or, you know, but you have, the, you have your, your laptop. Yeah, yeah. Do you think people will be like, okay, so it's really add my Switch to that? Right. So the first thing is it's really thin. Uh, I think I have it right here, actually. It's a... Uh, yeah, it's it's point fifty five inches deep, okay. so that's like that's super. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's like super thin. So so on that front, it's not bulky. It, it's it's very long, and that's the one thing. Uh, one of the people I follow on Twitter they equated it to like, oh, like first time getting used out of the switch. I had to go to the dentist today, uh, but I felt like I was carrying an ancient tombs like like scribe in my pocket, like okay. <laughs> you know. So <clears throat> yeah, so if you, it feels like like having like a giant tablet, which is what it is. Um, so I, I really I really don't know. Uh, Tom Bethel. I mean, like, here's the thing, right? Like, people never thought they needed a huge ass smartphone. I, I saw did, like yeah. the I don't know what what's what's the division of is it the plus like the Apple iPhones? It's like the five yeah. plus. What what's what's like the biggest the upscaled version of all of them? Of the iPhone? Yeah. Uh, I think the iPhone seven like yeah this, the iPhone seven plus is bigger. Yeah, plus plus yeah. that's what I'm saying. The division's yeah. called plus. Uh, so yeah, like I saw those, I'm like, no one needs that. People and like, them, yeah. yeah, people have, them. I'm like, you're crazy. Like, like, how do you like pocket space? Like for real? Like, oh, yeah, I don't know when the, the iPad never even came out. I, I didn't think I would carry on an iPad. I didn't think people would yeah. Yeah. I thought that was going to be a home item. And that's like, that's totally yeah. mobile. I mean, I have an Amazon fire tablet I use now too. Um, but yeah, so like, so you, yeah, you never know. Uh, it's really just about how much use you get out of it. To be honest. Uh, I, I think people get a lot of use out of it. To be honest, unless, unless Nintendo does the right thing. Uh, and they're doing some really cool things too. I know, uh, I know, uh, uh, Matt Pat, who runs Game Theory, did a whole thing. They released uh, they released yesterday on the reveal that he's theorizing there's going to be uh, there's a big push they're going to make towards VR or AR uh, with it because of uh, some of the sensors in there and because of uh, the the wireless Joy Cons. Oh, here's the one thing I want to speak to: the the hardware in this thing, uh, proprietary wise, is amazing. So the Joy Cons have what's called HD Rumble, uh, which I have I have got to do store demo. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. It, it was well, ha- uh, yeah, it's haptic feedback rumble, but it's like the upgraded one from the Wiimotes. Uh, I got to play this in a demo at a at a, at a store before, and so um, it can do crazy things. So like the the you know how like a uh, Wii Sports was like the tech demo game for yes. Wii. So there's a game called uh, uh I think it's a uh, Snipper Clippers or something like that, or no One Two Switch, One Two Switch, Snipper Clippers is a different game. One Two Switch, it's just a bunch of mini games, and it just really plays with the haptic feedback. So like. One of the games is like, oh, you're milking a cow. But, like, so it gives you, like, when you're squeezing it, it gives you, like, the the pushback of, like, having to actually squeeze an object, like, on the, like on the, 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 the clicks, you know? Okay. Um, one of the biggest things in this game, uh, it's a marble game. And so it randomly generates a box that you're holding. And the Joy-Con is the box. And in the box is a random amount of marbles. And as you, like, shift the Joy-Con, you can feel the marbles hitting on the... I've done this. It's crazy. It really it is. No, sense. I, no, I, I like, 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 I'll, I'll bring up a video for you real quick so you can see it. it. 
and I'm just, I'm just not understanding. Like, I'm gonna show you a video while I explain this. Uh, you guys can find just Google like this. Xbox One was kind of, were they trying to do the same thing with their joysticks? I feel like they were having this whole, like the joysticks will, will move. Uh, if you're, if you're driving, like they'll, they'll react to your screen and stuff like that. I feel like that's what Xbox was trying to do, but this time they're actually doing it. Yeah, they well, well Xbox wanted a better feedback system. Okay. Uh, this is something entirely within itself, and this plays to the idea of there being more AR or VR stuff with it because it works kind of like uh, it's like having an HTC Vive controller, but like the objects you're interacting with are actually physically interacting with you in ways too. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, one, two, switch, ball counts. Uh, okay. So this is this is like, I think this is something they yeah this is something the YouTuber did. It's like, so this is like. Uh, is that the thing he's holding? Yeah, so that's the Joy-Con. The Joy-Con, okay. Yeah. Right, and so like as they're going back and forth, so you're actually seeing this on actual screen. This is like, uh, let me let me find a better one because like this is an. Uh, I'm picking it up. I'm picking it up though. So this is uh, this is now this is the controller that you can slide onto the side. Yeah, so this, this, these are the these main are, controllers. Okay. They're called Joy-Cons. Joy-Cons. Yes. Okay, so kind of moving forward in this discussion, if you're Xbox... Yes, I'm, okay, so I'm seeing it. Yeah. So they're going to... Yeah. So, like, as they move the controller, the, the, they tilt, the virtual balls move inside the virtual box, and then the haptic feedback mimics what it would be like. Do you feel, like, a weight difference? Or you yeah, feel you, f- you feel them rolling within the controller, basically. That makes sense. So, like, the, the, the controller becomes the box. And, like, so, like, if you if you shift your hand to the right to make them all roll to the right side of the box, as it would hit the right end of the box, you would feel the right end of the controller, like, doink, doink, and then he like, feel the reverb. It's, like, actually holding a box of marbles. That is fascinating. Yeah, it's super. I, I used it. I was, like, super freaked out. Like. Okay. So, you're Xbox, you're Sony, you're looking at the Switch, you're looking at your Xbox and PlayStation, where do you go? You know, if you're Xbox and Sony, what are you doing? Are you investing, are you trying to go, so like, Nintendo's going to like the far right over here. Right. Nintendo's like, we're going to have this crazy idea of this, we're, we're, we're taking our console mobile. You're Xbox and Sony, do you go, okay, we're going to go to the far right, are you going to the far left, and you're giving people the way, you know, what they expect from a console. Where are you trying to go? Right. So, uh, so Nintendo has a policy. I think it's called the the Red Sea or the Blue Sea policy. It's a something sea policy, uh, or not policy, but uh, mentality. Better okay. word for it. Uh, and this was came up with like years ago by uh, the Nintendo president at the time. I, I can't I can't name. I'm going to like subscribe here because I don't remember this information. But the idea is Nintendo doesn't do the market. It doesn't play by the rules of the game. And what they do instead is they know out there is a better way, a way that other people aren't looking for. Okay. And when they find that that way, they will make money off that way because they will corner that market. So <clears throat> Nintendo is notorious for having their consoles and their games always be lower quality in, in, in a fist-to-fist combat of graphics. You know, graphics are lower. Like, it took like it took to the Wii U to get HD gaming. Yeah. Like, that's, that's insane. Considering Xbox 360 had HD gaming and it came out before the Wii came out. Like that, that, that's insane. Um, like, PlayStation 4 had Blu-ray. Granted, Sony has proprietary on it, but still. Um, and so, that's the mentality. So, with the Wii, you know, it was like a different gaming experience entirely. <clears throat> and because it was so different and well, uh, well executed upon, they made millions on it. They made hand over fist money on that, on that console. Yeah, yeah, me. So, that's the same thing they're doing here. So, Nintendo is never going to be doing the same thing Xbox and, and PlayStation are doing. 
I don't know. It is a good point about whether they're going to pivot because the Kinect and the PS4 camera were responses were, to the Wii. Yeah, I thought they were direct reactions <clears throat> to. Okay, oh yeah, they they absolutely were. This motion gaming market. How do we try and salvage it? And that's what they're trying to do. They they, they realized that they probably looked at the Wii and said, "No one's gonna want this. Right. No one's gonna buy it. They're gonna buy the Wii Win." So and I think everyone bought it. Right. right yeah. So in, in this case, I think Nintendo is pretty safe uh, when it comes to copycats, uh, quote unquote. But um, I think as well, Nintendo. I think Nintendo as well. I I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because they've been around so long. But I feel like <coughs> a Nintendo. I feel like Nintendo can constantly look at a market and be like, well, if we release this console, I know that certain amount of people are going to buy it. Well, just because it's the Nintendo. Wii U. The, I'll I, remind you of the Wii U. That's interesting, but I, I do feel like even the GameCube as well. I heard didn't do so well. It, it didn't, but the, the GameCube came at like. That was a PlayStation 2 came out, right? Like yeah, like that was in the middle of Xbox, PlayStation 2. It sold, like, amazing in Japan. Um, America, I mean, it sold well enough in America that we all remember it fondly. Like, like I, I, I didn't know the numbers on the GameCube until uh, around the Switch got released, and I was looking at, like, old Nintendo console oh, yeah, numbers. I, know. I thought the GameCube did amazing. Yeah, like, and it turned out did it. Did not, the, the people, like, look at the GameCube, I was like, oh, remember when Nintendo did that? I'm like, yeah. yeah, it was great. They're like, oh, no, no. It wasn't the games were good, though. The yeah. games were good for it. And, and we remember because the controller... Was was really good. Also, that was the first like mainstream controller they made really post uh, N sixty four. You know. Yeah, and so you know, I, I remember. So I remember the the Xbox One press conference. I remember the PlayStation conference, and those are those were also the same as the Wii U. But the, you know, the Xbox One is currently and PlayStation Four are these two flagship consoles. You know, I, I don't think Xbox is going to come out with you know the Xbox Switch where it's like okay, we're going a completely different direction. No, no. And so to me, I remember the Xbox One made this decision. To become almost like the, it became their entertainment device. You know, they're, yeah, they're, this they're selling it as this is a topic I want to have another day okay. uh, on this because it it actually speaks to uh, how amazing their new leadership is to turn that around. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I want to talk about that another day. Okay. If, if anyone listening right now actually wants to hear a really good uh, talk on the current state and the history of the Xbox One uh, on uh, YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny, there's or Kind of Funny Games thing might be on is a uh, a segment called Colin was right. It's a weekly like uh, like uh, actual games journalism uh, that he does. It's like ten minutes uh, to twenty minutes every week. Uh, he did one about that two weeks ago. It was super in depth. It was super uh, well concise on all the points that need to be made and gives like the proper props to uh, Xbox's current leadership as opposed to their past re- leadership that put them in this hole. Um, so if you actually want to hear about that, I would go check out that video. But um, yeah, that's the topic we're have another day. Okay, that's a big but. Point. So, but yeah, so you're you're correct. Nintendo, uh, Nintendo is pretty safe in a lot of ways because Sony tried the Vita and stuff, mm-hmm. and that didn't work. You know, they 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 did. They tried the mobile market. It basically, the only thing they're doing new is the mobile market. Their PlayStation it has VR, so they're kind of in the motion gaming a bit, but not in the same way Nintendo is. Xbox we're gonna Hololens. So and again, kind of, but they're already invested in their own way, so they're not gonna pick up motion. The only other thing they're really adding is the mobile sense of it, and PlayStation's already tried with Vita and stuff like that. And they obviously don't care about it. Unless they're going to release another mobile device and actually market it correctly and give it the proper support. Because the device was good, but they didn't actually support the Vita correctly. I agree, um, yeah. I remember that came out, and I remember looking at it. Cause I, I remember I had a PSP when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I got rid of it when I was in high school. My, I, had, I had a group of friends who all played it. And so I was like, okay, I'm just like I should get one if my whole friends are playing it. And I got one, and I, I played it for a couple months. But I was like, the support was, wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, there, what am I going to do with the PSP now? I remember there was just yeah, yeah, I felt really bad for everyone. It, it's basically the same thing as the Wii U. It's like, this kind of like, they realized, they, they realized, because the PSP actually had 
uh, potential. Wii U so didn't cool. have potential. Like, it was like, I, I liked it. I was like, PlayStation Portable. Right, yeah. Like, it played, it played solid games. Like, it was like, it was, it was playing PlayStation games and they looked good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why, why is this not? Why no, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, I, I don't really have an answer for that one, to be honest. I can talk to oh, Xbox, but I can yeah. talk to PlayStation on that one. But yeah, and then Xbox, because it's a Microsoft company, and they already have a mobile mobile division for phones, they have no reason to actually develop a mobile device. Because anything they're going to do in that front, they can just push out the smartphones. So, so, where, so, that's, so I, I'm trying to say, so this Switch, you know, this is kind of like a test of, are people going to be okay with taking their console gaming? Mobile. I wouldn't say it's a test. I would say it's a very calculated move, actually, okay. so based based think, on three DS sales. So do you think um, five years from now you, you'll see? You know, I'll get, let's just say where five years from now, where are you playing your console? Are you even playing on? A I'm playing a Nintendo Switch probably around winter this year, to be honest. Well, I mean, not in general. Do you think you know five years from now the console market is going to look? Oh, like oh, oh, yes, yeah, sir. Or it's going to look. You know, Xbox. Or do you think consoles will stay in the home, or do you think they're going to start making if, this push? If we're really looking towards the future, uh, within the next ten years, hopefully, uh, we won't have consoles. You believe that? Yeah. yeah. Or, or we won't have consoles in the sense that we have consoles now, where where we have Xbox and Sony, and they're owning like slices of these like first party games and stuff. We're gonna have things like EA Access, where where you pay game publishers. Uh, the subscription service to access all their games and it streams to your TV. The TV will let you have a built-in app or you'll have a generic box that is an Xbox One or something like that. Or maybe it goes to your PC and you just go into your TV. Like, like, so who sells that generic box? Where does that generic box come from? I, I don't know. I don't know that answer, to be honest. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I don't think... like The future of gaming in the home is not about a war between two companies Trying to get you in the proprietary loop and system. Right, exactly. It's about publishers. Which I think Steam. Yes, exactly. I think for I think for a while, game companies would want to make a game, and you say to yourself, "Do I release it on the Xbox or Mm -hmm. PlayStation? Do I release it on both?" The PC market. There's no. There was no PC marketplace. It was like you you would buy it from the publisher. You buy it from right. You know. there was no, you go. I mean, I remember going to Target and like buying. Oh yeah, games. yeah. And so then I remember when Steam came out. I'm like, what the heck is Steam? And Steam was, you can just buy whatever you want. It's, it's a central platform. So now, I think the issue is, you're right. There is, you're, it's no longer about Xbox and PlayStation being in your home and being the only choice. You could say, I'm just gonna release it on Steam, and I'll sell even more than I would on Xbox and PlayStation because Xbox might try and get some exclusive, which I think exclusivity is murdering the game market. I don't think that's... Oh, true. yeah, absolutely. Like, you're you're looking at, like, uh, Halo 5. I think it sold, like, one of, like... I'm going to leave right now, but, like, it's it's not... It didn't sell great. Tomb Raider fucking bombed, and that was only a limited exclusive. That game's great. Like, like that that game is fucking great. I feel like exclusives are... I, I feel like you can't... I feel like there's not even exclusives. Like, I look, I look at PC games the way I used to look at, like, PlayStation 4 exclusive. Like I remember there'd be, there'd be like Killzone Two was one. I was like, oh man, I wish I could. Play yeah. That. So Halo Five sold upwards of five million. Mm-hmm. Halo Four sold nine point seven five million. Halo Four was a much worse game than Halo Five, like and ubiquitously. That's, and that's what I'm trying to get at is, you know, if and Reach Reach just for also reference, Reach sold nine point eight seven. Halo ODSD six point three five, and that's not even a full game. That is the additional sad. game. And Halo Three being the best Halo like sales wise of all is at twelve point fourteen million. That's so. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, so I guess it's when, they, when I look at Steam and when so now there's this argument of 
you know, the Xbox and PlayStation and all that. You you have a PC now, and yeah. you know, I'm sure you realize that the the the, the content and the, the store is huge. Yeah, here's the thing. Like, I I am a console gamer. Like, I play most of my PC games with a controller. Yes. Like, aside from, like, Overwatch. Yeah. Like, like GTA, I rebought it on PC, and I play that shit with a 360 controller. Like, because controllers just, controllers make sense for gaming. Like, keyboard and mouse doesn't make sense for gaming. I'm sorry. Like, it it makes sense for certain games, like RTSs, that makes sense. Uh, Shooters, when you're getting competitive. Actually, no. You know what? Shooters probably actually just totally make sense, and I was just brought up on console, so I think it doesn't make sense. But, like, like a lot of things make more sense with a controller for gaming. That's half of my argument when someone's like, Jack, why don't you you get a PC? I'm like, well, hey, I already have a console, I say. So I already have a gaming platform. I don't play that often, and I only keep the controller. I I like using um, a controller. I like using a controller, and I like sitting in my living room and I'm not sitting in my living room. I feel like I don't like sitting in chair, in an office chair, playing my computer. Like I, that, that was my argument for a very long time. I granted a very poor, poor argument. No, I, I think it's a very valid argument. That's what I'm thinking. That's why I look at the Switch. I go, oh, I, d- I don't even play iPhone games. If I said what, so what, was, what would I say if I'm sitting on a <coughs> box? And I go, oh man, I really want to play, you know, Gears of War on my tablet right now. Like, can you play online when you're mobile? Can, do, do you can use data? Or the, you the, can use Wi-Fi, uh, I believe. Okay. I'm not 100% sure. I know there's no data. There's no cellular or anything. Okay, so that's, that's just... Really I mean, cool. I don't think there is. I, I feel like I would have heard about that if there yeah, was. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. That's what I'm so, interested in, is trying to figure out. Here's the problem with the future of consoles that, that I that I talked about and you thusly went to Steam about, which is the best comparison to the Steam Marketplace, um, is that the reason consoles will exist for a while, one, because... Just the rule of economics in a capitalist world is that as long as there is a market, the people who are making money will fight to the nail to keep that market, i.e. like Comcast and the cable companies trying to beat cable cord cutting by either like aggressively uh, doing the cable packages or aggressively uptaking the cost of internet because you're just streaming everything now. Uh, like, like that, that's just how it always is. Like, it was the same when, when TV came, like, with radio and TV. Uh, it was the same with movies and TV. Uh, it, it's every market. Whoever, whoever's making money. Like, the oil company and, like, like newer energy companies or, like, like Tesla. Like, yeah. Tesla versus, like, traditional car manufacturers. Like, they, they will fight tooth and nail to get make sure legislation for Tesla doesn't go through. Or taxi companies and Uber. Like, taxi okay. companies will do whatever they can to make sure Uber can't operate properly so because it's expensive. Xbox. And PlayStation are going to try and figure out ways to to stay relevant in the. You're right. They they or? will they will aggressively do that. And one of the ways they already do actually and have for years, is that people people forget, most consoles are sold at a loss. Yes. I do this that. is a this is like this is a try and true statement that the the PlayStation Four, at its price range when it came out, expensive as Xbox One at the price range it came out, as expensive as it is, was still less than what it costs to build one of them. Like, like, and I'm not talking from a mass production scale. It's not like if you as a person just bought each part. At 500, like, the Xbox One is still a loss. Is that what you're saying? Or it wasn't 500. It was 400. 400? Was it? Wait, what was the Xbox One at? I want to say it was 500. Well, Regardless, I'm comfortable saying it was at a loss. I remember that being a very <clears throat> big deal. I, 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 I remember it too. Yeah, you know what I mean? My, my, my point being still, though, it's still a loss. Yes. <clears throat> if you're looking at, like, if I, like, my, my gaming PC, my editing PC now for this stuff, is, is great. And I bought it at that price. But I bought it 
at that price and built it at that price. The way that Xbox gets you on their ecosystem is by selling you the cheap console, cheap in reference to what it costs to build it. <clears throat> and that, that could also be like R&D going into it too. <clears throat> oh, fuck. <clears throat> ah, sorry. I know I was up there. But um, that could also totally be like R&D going into it and stuff like that too. But they, they always sell their consoles at a loss. Like, a P, like PlayStation 3 was an insane loss cut between the Blu-ray function. Isn't that 600? Yeah, I, I for that. the time, just for economics and inflation, we were in the came. middle of a recession. I remember, oh my, I remember when that came out at 600, and I just sat there and stared at it. As in, like, How much did a Blu-ray player cost you back then, though? Think about that. I don't think I got a Blu-ray player. But I remember, the, I remember when the Blu-ray player came out, I think it was, like, hundreds of dollars. I didn't just look at it like... Right, and that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like... There's a lot of factors people, and again, it's not just parts. It's, it's R&D and stuff like that too, but the console in its in its final estimated total of what an individual console like costs, aside from, again, the fact that you save money off a little bit of mass manufacturing, which you uh, you forget, even though it saves you money, you have to then, like making a pre-order for a game, dump all that money into the manufacturing before you're even selling the consoles and tie up that money there. Um, you know, it, they sell it at a loss, and that's what happens. So, so, the reason people don't have gaming PCs is because they have to buy the PCs at their flat value still, or the parts at the flat value, but you can get a console for cheaper than a gaming PC because they're selling them at a loss. So, that's how they're like, oh, so what you're saying is, so I could, so in reality, a console probably is just as expensive as a PC. Yeah. Where, and, but the reason... I mean, you can get better gaming PCs than oh, consoles, yeah. but yeah. But the, so the issue is, you know, Xbox would say, okay... The Xbox cost us eight hundred to make. We could sell it for nine hundred, but I could someone could look at our console for nine hundred and say for nine hundred I could build a PC. For for, for one one thousand I could build yeah. a PC that is And then I don't have to pay a subscription yeah, fee. That's leaps and bounds and you know for every hundred dollars they spend on their PC, it you know, exponentially improves their PC over our Xbox. So how about if we sell our Xbox at four hundred, five hundred and they buy it, they're not going to go buy a PC. Now they're, now they're going to buy a console game because right. they've made that initial investment, which, which is my argument any of the time is I've already made the investment into my Xbox account. Why would I you know, why would I go buy a PC as well if right. I'm already playing on console? Yeah, and, and, and by doing that, they get you into their subscription service, so Xbox yeah. Live uh, with the Gold program, the new Xbox Game Pass. That's how they recoup that cost is through these digital uh, add-ons that you get that don't cost them nearly as much, and they make – so much more of a multiplier and profit than the cut that they took from selling you the consoles of the wild. In addition, just the fact that they sell the console, like the more consoles that are in the wild, the better your company looks. Thus, the more your stock grows, in which case they recoup the cost also through their stocks going better. Because here's the one thing that always happens if you look at uh, stock markets at all uh, when it comes to gaming is that whenever, I, don't, I forget when the, ads actual, when the actual dip happens. It might be when it's announced or when it comes out. But whenever that happens, whenever one of those two events happens, whichever one it is, or both maybe, maybe it's both. Uh, it's been a while since I actually like, did some research into this. Um, stocks for the company usually drop because stockholders know that they're now selling at a loss. Like, they, oh, they're selling this product, but they're losing money at this moment. And until they recoup it, the company isn't as financially stable because they've dumped all this money into something that they're losing money on. So, yeah, that, that's, a, that's the reason people don't all have just computers with HDMI cords to go to their TVs right now is because... That costs way more to do than the console. If if I mean computer manufacturing is a lot cheaper. Don't get me wrong; like, it, it's gonna catch up very soon. Um, Steambox, I was hoping it was gonna change the game too. Like Steambox, man, if Steam could just like took a much 
lower price cut and more aggressively marketed that device, we, we might already be there. Like, we might have already been at a place where we just have that everywhere, and that's just what normal life is for gaming. So, to kind of put you know, a bow on the subject of the Switch and the future of console gaming, we... So, you think the Switch could be a game changer, maybe if it... Oh, it's, it's a game changer for uh, Nintendo. A game changer for Nintendo, but depending on... How well this takes off? How many? How much people can? Because I, I think it is set. To, I remember the Wii, you know, the Wii obviously had an effect on the Connect and play in the PlayStation Motion, right? That's what it's called. In motion. Uh, play, move. Play yeah, move. move. Yes. Yeah. So that place that the Wii caused these these two things to come out, and I don't, you know, so what the Wii says, we're gonna go mobile. We're gonna we're gonna, not the Wii. The Switch says we're gonna go mobile, and they start pay, and people start playing on their tablets. If I if I start seeing people playing their Switches on campus, walking around, I might sit there and go. Oh no! What, what's X? What if what if Xbox says, oh, the Hololens? What if they you know, what if they take the Hololens? You can play games online. You can you can do these things out. Well, that's already a plan with Hololens. Okay, so yeah, so that goes back. So just to put a bow on it, um, this is great for Nintendo. I think they're doing a lot of things. I I was okay. I'm gonna admit it right now. Uh, people that know me personally, like I know people are gonna watch this and know me. Uh, I was hating on Nintendo when they announced the Switch. Because That's what I did. the yeah. announcement was garbage. Like, I don't care how great it is right now. Like, it's great. They made a full 180 uh, on what they were doing with this console and how it looked. The way it looks now, like, that it launched with, like, games, hardware, the whole idea and everything like that. The way you see it now is way different than the way they announced it, like, a few months ago when they had a Switch event. Like, Switch event, it seemed like they had, like, two games ready. It seemed like other games wouldn't be ready until, like, late summer, early winter, maybe. All the third-party games seem like they were mostly just, like, really bad reports. Like, Skyrim isn't even... And this still pisses me off. The Skyrim report isn't the HD Skyrim remaster. It's the original Skyrim ported. Wait, that game's, like... That's what I'm saying, right? That's what I'm saying. How old is Skyrim? I mean, unless unless, unless I'm wrong and information came out that that wasn't true. But, like, I know, like, the weeks after, it was like, oh, yeah, that isn't, like, like, HD Skyrim. How old is Skyrim? That's, like, that's, like, their advertising. That's what I'm saying. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, so, like, so I was, I was definitely hating on it. I was like, this is, they don't, they, they're, like, the way it looked, it was like, they don't, they're not ready. This console isn't ready, like, to come out. Like, nothing is ready and nothing is in place. Like, you got EA and what did you get? You got a year old FIFA. Like, that's all you got? You got Rayman that's been out for years? Like, you know, like, it Skyrim. looked like... Right. It, well, yeah, it, look, it looked like they weren't ready, but they definitely turned around. I'm going to give them props. Like, like, I just think they need new people doing marketing, basically, because, like, the way they marketed the Switch looked like it was going to be a total bomb on release, and it was going to be, like, the Wii U all over again, where even though the console has some things going for it, it wasn't ready to come out, and they just rushed it to market because, like, everyone else is already... Like, because Scorpio's coming out this year, and PlayStation just released their new PlayStation 4. But, um... I, 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 when it comes to the overall gaming industry as, as a whole, um, it's not going to do much. You know, maybe maybe PlayStation will take another look at their Vita line, you know, and re-release a new Vita. Uh, Xbox, you know, if they want to go mobile, they don't they don't really have to do much because what you forget is they already again Microsoft's company has the Surface Pro tablets, and you can now stream to any Windows 10 device, which is includes Surface Pro tablets, yes, and like this, yes. my computer, yes. you can stream Xbox to it, like we did for our game capture the yes, other day. Yes. Um, and so the, if they really want to go mobile, they've already got the infrastructure. It's like, it, it's, it's not as big of a jump and they don't need to aggressively market it either. Cause they're actually, if you take it in that way, it's more about selling the Xbox one. Cause I would argue more people already have access to doing it mobile than people who actually are going to like already have an Xbox one and want to do it mobile, you know? So yeah, I, I think, I think it's, it's a great step forward for Nintendo. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be like a wee effect on the entire industry. All right, fair enough. I like that. I am excited 
I want I want to at least play one soon. I want to at least get my hands on one and just oh, yeah. see what all the hype is about. It's you know, I'll get it probably around winter. Price cuts and all that. New games, Mario Odyssey. Um, Zelda is getting insane reviews, uh, which is just like crazy. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna move me actually to my first topic here, which is uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, I know nothing about it. Cool, I, cool. I, I, I want I okay. This is like a total disclaimer. I have never experienced a Zelda game in my entire life. Wait, what? I've never experienced it. I I probably am going to alienate many people. Oh, now, but I've never played one. So so actually going off that and going back to our last topic last week, I remember what the other game was that I couldn't beat forever, which was uh Zyl uh Zyler, Zelda uh Wind Waker. I couldn't fucking beat that fucking game when I was like ten or twelve. I remember renting Zelda. I remember renting it. GameCube or Nintendo 64. Nintendo 64. Ocarina of Time, Nintendo 64. It was the open world one? Yeah. Yeah, Ocarina of Time. Yeah, so I bought that. I rented it for like five days from the gaming store back in the, the video store. We can still do that. Yeah, like the loot thing you played, right? Yeah. That's Ocarina. Well, I didn't get that far. So I couldn't, I couldn't, oh. I, I couldn't, I couldn't beat the first 10 minutes. I didn't know what to do. I was like six and I was just sitting there and I had no idea what I was doing. I played Twilight Princess at 13. I still have no idea what I was doing. Like, I just didn't. Like, there was, like, a, a very rough part of my childhood where I could not figure out RPGs, like, for the, or adventure games for a very long time. Probably, like, 14 or 15. I was like, okay, <laughs> I could, like, handle a, a, a open-world RPG game. It would be a very long time to reach that point. It just wasn't where I was, like, mentally. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't blame you. But, uh, yeah, so, so I just want to talk a little bit about Breath of the Wild here. Yeah, so I'm on Metacritic right now. Uh, the meta score is in 98 currently. The user score is 7.8, which is still, yeah. This game, oh, man, like, here's the thing. Uh, again, I have to own up. Like, I gave this game a lot of shit. Most, mostly, mostly, I gave Nintendo shit for the way they treated their fans who bought the Wii U, who, who, bought, who bought the Wii expecting it on the Wii, then bought the Wii U expecting it on the Wii U, and then having to buy the Switch because it wasn't coming out on Wii U Wait, when it came out on Switch. Been waiting for this game to come out? Or has this been like years? This has been like. Uh, I, is this I, like a Final Fantasy 15? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. Like, like people. This is going through two generations of consoles to get it. Wait, so they, they, did they announce it after Twilight Princess? I forget. Maybe it wasn't the Wii, but like, hold on. I'm sure uh, I feel like I feel like I saw this this gameplay trailer years ago though. Like the, the one where Zelda's on the horse and all these monsters Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Breath of the Wild, uh, let's go to Wikipedia right here. Uh, I see Wii U. Announced in 2013. Yeah, announced in announced 2013. It was planned for the Wii U uh, as an exclusive. And then it was delayed twice. And then it came out on the Switch. But it's, I don't think it's out on the Wii U yet either. I think it's still waiting for the Wii U release. So what's um, so cool about this one? So this is this this game is pretty sweet, uh, where it's it's an open world. Are they all open it's, world? No, we're is not this, like this. Not this like, like this. This is, like this is Skyrim. Skyrim Zelda. Skyrim. This is Skyrim Zelda. Yeah, basically what it is. Um, it's getting literally insane reviews, like hundreds left and right, tens left and right. Um, it's it's crazy, and you know, again, I gave a lot. I gave the. T- again, oh, 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 I'm gonna be specific here because that's a bad statement. I gave Nintendo a lot of shit for the way they treated this game in relation to their fan base. Because uh, the way they just drug it, drug their players through the mud of buying a Wii U and being like, ah, buy a Switch if you want it on the actual release, you know? Like, that that's not cool. Like, that's that was fucking disgusting of you. <laughs> like, I, I'm not going to hold back. Like, I love Nintendo, but it's like, I'm going to call you out for that shit. And this, this is why uh, I saw a lot of shit on Nintendo during the Switch announcement. It was like, a lot of people were giving me Switch a lot of hype, but it's like, you're being an apologist. In a lot of ways, like, again, the Switch is behind. 
and the games didn't look like they were there yet, and the infrastructure didn't look like it was ready yet. Um, like the online capability uh, for multi for the chat, which by the way, the chat for uh, for the Switch, you need an app on your phone to use voice chat. I feel like that's a very Nintendo thing. I feel yeah, like, and that's what I'm saying. I feel like Nintendo gets very close with their ideas and then kind of like messes. Right, and then the other people be like, "Oh, it is like no, you're being an apologist. You need to call them out." Like again, like we didn't have HD. No excuses. Shouldn't have HD gaming. Like that's like no excuse at all. Um, but yeah, so so you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold back when they do stuff like that. But this game, man, like I, I need to get my hands on it like somewhere. I need I need to find someone to switch once they're done with it and play it as soon as possible because like. This game. So, open world Skyrim Zelda, basically, right? Okay. Um, like, resource management. Gotta go, like, go through the world and get stuff. The world is huge. As as my friend the Don would say, huge. <laughs> you know, like, it's crazy. Um, the, the game itself is, is basically what everyone who played Ocarina of Time wanted in the modern day. It's like, you couldn't do this with, with Ocarina back then, but now you can do this. Like, you know, um... And the best thing about the world itself is what I'm hearing is that it does a lot of what Skyrim did, where it's like uh, you see you see a mountain, it's like oh it'd be cool if I go to that mountain. Oh, you can go to that mountain. And you can climb to like the peak of the mountain also. And at the peak of that mountain is actually like some treasure and stuff like that hidden because we knew you would want to go to that mountain. Is that, is that what again as someone who never really got into Zelda? Is that because I imagine I imagine Zelda as Zelda is more of a dungeon game. Yeah. It's not really an op- yeah right. Like, this this has dungeons too. Like but. Twilight Princess to me like it, it was open world, but it was I felt like I was going on. You were path. contained. I was on a path right, and I, I feel like no. This is true open world. Like it's like you're running around. Yep. Now, is that how does it how does it, I, I, people I, love it? Like to me, Skyrim is like you are just I'm plopping you in. And you just basically the story kind of like doesn't matter what you do. But I feel like Zelda has a story. No, yeah, this is this is like a survival game almost in some ways, although not like Minecraft. But like, it's it's got a lot of things going for it, and they're really polished and they're really good. Uh, I, I, the best the best description I heard about like the game itself is that like again going back to the mountain uh, representation that I was gonna go to was most are open world games, quote unquote open world games. They do their best to keep you out of places. Okay. So like you see this, but you can't actually go to that thing. So we gotta like. Make our excuse why you can't go to it. This game, instead of like instead of actively trying to prevent you from going as far as you can, just invites you to go as far as you can. Like everywhere is designed to go to, you know. And when and when you do hit a dead end, you know it feels correct. It does feel natural. It doesn't feel like oh they put this here to make me not go any farther. Like it feels like it belongs to be a dead end. Now here's what I'm worried about. That and even and even. Zelda Jack, and- Jack, Jack. Zelda's the girl, all right? Oh, yes, I know. And about The Legend of Zelda in like the whole as a series as a whole mm-hmm. is I've always wondered what what about it and what about a lot of Nintendo games in general that they can like they can this is what what, what Zelda game is this? Like a 20? Oh god. Like, uh-huh. like how does how does Zelda like I feel like every other game series gets bashed because they're making like Halo Seven, Halo Eight, and all these things. We're on like the twentieth Zelda game. How is how does no one say I'm done with Zelda? What, well, what is like what is going? Well, on? one of the main things is it's like Final Fantasy, where each Zelda game is a different story. Link, yeah, okay. like it's not. So, so do you, like how much do you know about Zelda? Do I have to go through uh, like a quick primer no, here? Not that I don't need too much, but I know that there was like I remember when uh, the, the the one that was before this one came out. 
and like that, that I remember someone saw off the timeline and they're like, it has a very big deal with like the Zelda timeline. Oh, the Nintendo released the Zelda timeline. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember that being a big thing. I remember there's like a bunch of weird storylines. Right. So the way Zelda works is that throughout history and then the I guess multiverse maybe or timeline that works like the because the, it, it branches. Um, is that there will be a quote unquote princess, which is a girl with blonde hair and elf ears. And there will be a boy with blonde hair and elf ears. And then he that will... That every Link is not the same Link? No, yeah, they're not. I'm not that suggesting. That's actually, actually how it works. They're not, they they inherit the spirit of the warrior, it's called, I believe. Or the spirit of the guardian. It has, it has an official title. Um, I'm not the biggest Zelda guy in the world, so I, I don't have that information like in my brain. Uh, but that, that like it, it bases back to almost like the Triforce legend, etc. Where it gets passed down. But like you're, you're genetically born to be the hero basically which is why all the links look similar but not exactly the same so you're saying that every link is different every link is di- well so there's a few uh i think uh, like the first two like zelda games is the same link uh ocarina i think connects to link in the past what was the other n64 game for zelda uh zelda n64 majora's whatever mask? uh oh yeah yeah, but yeah majora, majora's mask and ocarina of time are the same link Okay. Uh, and I think aside from that, I don't think there's actually the same link again, uh, except for except for you do get to see Ocarina of Time slash Majora's Mask Link, I believe, in um, the one on Wii GameCube that you mentioned before. Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. I think that's the one. Uh, you see the yeah, like you you talk you talk to like the past, like you talk to a dead Link, but like you don't know it's Link until like later in the game. Like he trains you. It's really weird. That's um, I, I haven't got the play. I actually should go back and play one because that one's one of the better ones. Princess? Yeah, yeah, I never... I, I, didn't finish. Like, I, I liked it a lot. I just never... I, I, I didn't actually own it. I played it at my friend's house, uh, and then we didn't finish it. I did beat one Zelda game. Oh, yeah? Uh, Link's Crossbow Training. <laughs> Not I, an official game. I, nope. I played nope. The, no. Nope. <laughs> Tell me, which Link are you in that one? Uh, I, I don't know. I couldn't see his face. I don't see what he's doing. Exactly. <laughs> but I, was saying, I, I think it is interesting um, that Nintendo is one of those companies... Where, like, I, 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 I play Mario Party 8 in my apartment. Like, that's yeah, a yeah. Game. And, like, you know, the fact that you can get to Mario Party 8 and you can get to the 20 Zelda, you know, the 100th Mario game. Like, the fact that Nintendo can continually release the Pokemon. Like, Nintendo is, like, I yell at Call of Duty for, doing, like, making Call of Duty. But I never yell at Nintendo for making Mario, Zelda, like, all these other games right. that are out. Now, do you think that's just because I I put Nintendo? Like, I because I, I think of Nintendo, I guess I think of the flagship character. I feel like that's what Nintendo sells. Is, is yeah. They sell these... That is part of their brand, where I feel like Call of Duty isn't a part of anyone's brand. Call of Duty is just an annoying part of the gaming industry now that I used to <laughs> love. Like, you know, I feel like Call of Duty doesn't represent a... Uh, you know, Microsoft has Master Chief, which is why I'll never get mad at more Halo games, really, because I guess that's, like, their flagship thing. Yeah. It's like, Halo. Um, and I think that's what Nintendo is to me, is Nintendo... Like, I think of Link, Mario, Princess Peach, all of them. Like, that is Nintendo games. Like I don't, I don't imagine the Wii U as the console to play, you know, and the Switch to play, you know, all these interesting third-party games. I'm like, no, I want to get these Nintendo games. Like that's what I'm playing it for. And do you think that's kind of what they do? Is Nintendo sells their the Nintendo brand more than anything? Right. Yes. So this is where I was going with the subject. Is uh, Nintendo as a as a publisher? Nintendo games are flawless. I've I've argued before that, especially when the Wii U came around, that Nintendo should just give up. And I, I said actually, people also, if the Switch failed. This would be their last console, probably failed. Well, generally it's gonna fail. Now I don't think it will, um, but like given the initial release, it looked like if if the games weren't there properly, that it could flop uh, and lose a lot of money. But um, 
Like I said for years, like Nintendo should just publish games. They do that correctly. It's actually why their consoles are successful. Actually, is that they're always pioneers with their game design. Like this is this is by all means their first. I don't I don't think there's been one before, and if there is, it's definitely not been a, a true open world game. And that's what makes this Zelda like amazing. It is it is a true open world Nintendo game, and that's why like. It's, it's, I mean, like, it's polished. It's there. The design is there. The art's there. The gameplay is there. The lore is there. It, it, Nintendo takes such care with their games. And they, they, it's, it's kind of like the Overwatch argument we talked about, where they sit down and they don't release the game, as evidenced by this game. They don't release the game until the game is ready. You know, like. Which I think every other publisher should start taking into Right, and especially with, like, day one patches and stuff like that. Like, they, they just, like, they're just like, whatever, throw it out there. Like, we can fix it afterwards. Uh, Nintendo doesn't release, like, like, like the, the save system on the original Zelda, there weren't save files before the original Zelda's thing. That was something they built into the game cartridge, and now every game has save files. Plus, I think, what I was just thinking about, as, as, as I was mentioning, you know, all the, the branding of Nintendo, if, if, I, if we were to go through most of our, I, probably most gamers' childhood, and be like, what were you, like, name your top ten most influential games that influenced you. I was, I am almost certain the majority of them would be Nintendo games. Just because Nintendo, like, you know, like, like, like Mario Kart. Like, Mario Kart is, is like, yes, it's a, a racing game, they've been around. But Nintendo goes, let's throw off, like, flagship people in the game together. And they go-kart. And then they go, well, let's think of, like, a board game. And they're, they're putting these characters in environments that people just want to try, like Smash Bros. Like, it, everyone talks about Smash Bros. And in reality, it's just a fighting game. Like you could have made that game, but it's super polished because because PlayStation made their PlayStation All Stars. Yeah, and I'm just saying, I I look at PlayStation All Stars. I was looking at it. Did like, you play it though? Uh, I think I played it once. It was not great. No, I, I agree. It wasn't good. I sat there and said, "You just didn't. You you missed. I don't know what it is about Smash Bros, but you didn't get it. You're trying to capture it, but you didn't. I don't know what it is. Well, well, the gameplay of it was pretty bad too, but but that's it's a nostalgia fact. They, they didn't feel like you were taking control of these characters, you know? Yeah, I felt like, like when I was, I think that's a part of it. When I played Smash Bros, I everything that like because I think the issue was they put something like in PlayStation and All Stars <coughs> is Nintendo has characters like if you were to put Mario in a Zelda game. I wouldn't be like weirded out by it because I feel like I'd be pretty weirded out by it. Bit. I feel like the Nintendo universe, like when all the characters meet up, I don't find it weird. I feel like the, well, that's like its own little universe. That's, that's the meetup universe, Nintendo yeah. Has a little universe, and I think PlayStation was like, oh, we have that too. But I'm like, you don't. You you just have games. Like there's like Big Daddy fighting Papa Rap, like what is it, Parappa the Rapper? What's his name? Oh my god. I don't know who you're referring to. You know Parappa the Rapper? No. Oh oh boy, yeah, what's I do know. I, I, I do know. Refer- I don't know. I don't the know. The rapper guy. I saw when I was younger. Yo. Like it was, it was, it was the big daddy from Bioshock versus Parappa the Rapper, and I'm like, that's, that, that like, what? That they're not even like, they're, they're, they're two completely violent. Well, fighting, here, right? he, here's the thing with that also. Yeah, remember, so Nintendo again makes all the makes all the first party games. You know, they they develop them all internally. PlayStation's first party games are still made by different studios within PlayStation. Yeah. So. I feel like I feel like Nintendo's like the Marvel universe sometimes, where it's like they are, they always know what's going on with everyone. They're like, okay, we're gonna keep track of what everyone's doing, and. You know, and even like putting in, like I don't know, when we were youth, but they put like snake and stuff, like Mega Man into Brawl and everything. Yeah. Like even like then, like then, what is the biggest like like who like if you were to think about the character that represents PlayStation, which one would you say? I I think right now I feel like they're moving towards 
Oh, you don't even say what they're moving towards. I think, I think who, who's their Who's their Mario? I, who's the Mario PlayStation? I thought of Crash Bandicoot. That's you thought Crash Bandicoot? I thought Crash Bandicoot. All right, maybe that's because we're a little bit older. I think of Ratchet and Clank and like Jack and Daxter. Those, All right. like, those, like, those games. I think of Nathan Drake. That's what, yes. Right. I was thinking that too. And so, so currently, yes. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think as, as a child, you definitely look at like Crash yes, Bandicoot. Because right like, like, that's like, oh, it's a cartoon character, you know? But like, right now, Nathan Drake. If you actually look at how PlayStation also markets, like he appears in a lot of their marketing stuff, you know? Uh, for like ads for like PlayStation stuff like that. Yes, okay, Nathan Drake. Yes, he's the one. Nathan Drake is a Naughty Dog property. It's a PlayStation exclusive that you go to PlayStation for, but it's developed by Naughty Dog, which isn't the same thing as the people who develop Knack and like the other games, and that's why it doesn't work. Yeah, because I feel like Nintendo, because Nintendo owns Mario, Nintendo makes Mario, so whatever Nintendo wants to do with these characters, they, they have make. these internal discussions ahead of time. Exactly, what it that's is. what I'm saying. So that's why I think Nintendo is so successful selling the same characters over and over again because uh, to me the characters aren't gonna when I buy uh, when I bought the Wii I was like okay I'm gonna buy Mario games I'm gonna buy Zelda games I wasn't buying the Wii to be like oh my gosh I can't wait for this this catalog of Call of Duty although although granted in the in the modern game market with Steam and stuff you need to have that catalog it's I, there's no excuse not to have that catalog I, 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 I think but, that's why it's with the Switch now but right yeah they're learning they're learning okay we need to offer some other things. Mm-hmm. Like we want, as much as we want the Nintendo crowd, we need people to buy this. Right, like, exactly. It's getting more expensive. This is a really like this is a, I this is a new idea that this does not do well. You know, what else are we gonna do? Even like, if it was, even if it was just a, a standard console, like they still have to do it. I mean, even like that's that's what Nintendo is to me. Nintendo, I'm like Nintendo. I almost expect a gimmick, which is what I think is good. They have set this bar. Uh, with, the, with the Wii and even the GameCube too, I feel because like I look at the PlayStation 2, I look at the GameCube, I'm like the GameCube is just so goofy. I'm like it, it just it just looks like it just. Looks yeah, you look back and you're yeah, like, yeah, why do I have this? Well, I have a Nintendo 64 in my apartment. I hold it in my hand. I'm like, what the heck were you? I'm like, I'm like, I look at the controller. <laughs> well, like, back then computer technology was like not the best. Like that that made a lot more sense well, I just back feel then. Like when I'm looking at Nintendo consoles, each one is like this this zany idea of like. Like let's let's try something. Like even the consoles themselves have this Nintendo feel. Yeah, it's very stylized. Yeah, like if I look at uh, even looking at the Switch, I'm like, this looks like a Nintendo console. Like when you look at the Xbox One, it looks like a big VCR. I'm like, and the Xbox 360 is a similar shape. Like the only the original Xbox had that wonky controller. Where I'm like, okay, this feels different than everything else. And but the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One, I put them next to each other. I'm like, ah, you guys both look like consoles. But then Nintendo Switch sticks out. I think that's why Nintendo does well. I think with a the younger, the younger audience is because the, the games I think are geared towards it. But even the consoles themselves are like the GameCube looks fun. I look at the GameCube, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so goofy and fun. Like I love looking at it. It just looks goofy. It's a GameCube. But if you listen to GameCube today, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? It's like the game sphere. Like, you know, it's, it's spherical. Like, it's spherical. Yeah. Spherical! Like I look at a GameCube, I'm like, look at the cube! It has a little handle <laughs> on it. Like, it's meant, like, it's, it's, everything about it is just meant to be, like... Done. Like, everything about it... That was way too fast, yeah. but you know. Yeah, the, the whole cube, everything about it has this feel. And that's what, you know, I think we're seeing with Zelda, Mario, all these Nintendo games. I think while we're discussing Nintendo in general, is Nintendo is this perfect example of, I'm not selling you a... Um, games. I'm, I'm I'm selling you my characters. I'm selling you my universe. I'm selling you the Nintendo brand, and the Nintendo brand is a company that tries ideas. 
that gives out gives out fun and I feel like they're the ones that invest in split screen <coughs> gameplay. Like there's just I feel like a Nintendo player likes the split screen games. Likes the not too intense games. Like they're not saying they're going back home now. So well, it's a it's a family console. Family like that is what I think. Like, I mean I, that's why the that's why the old system is called the Famicom. Yeah, like, I mean like if we like, if I had family today, I, I, I suddenly had kids and the I mean, like, you have a family. Like, yeah, uh, but chances are I'll buy the Switch. I would buy you know I would I would give my younger children a Wii before I would be like okay you're five years old here's your Xbox and here's here's a War. Yeah, like, right. Go wild. I'm like no, I'm like hey. Like, yeah, here's the chainsaw gun. Yeah, go, yeah. just go nuts, son. Like, yeah, yeah. But even my my twelve year old cousin is like, I'm like, hey, what are those rangers? And he's like, and like, even he looks at it. He's like, ooh, I really see the ranger thing. I'm, you know, I'm a bit younger, and I I like playing on the GameCube. And that's the thing. They have like, even even I still like playing Mario Party. I I love because it's just it's kind of what you're talking about with Overwatch. It, you feel like you're playing a game, which is what you're supposed to feel like. You're having yeah. fun playing this game, and that's what I think Nintendo still goes for. And I think that's what the Switch is. The Switch is like, hey, what if, what if you could take your Zelda on, on the road with you? Because yeah. that's what we want you to do. We want you to be able to play this game for fun whenever you want. You know, we, we still invest in the handheld market, and that's what Nintendo is. Nintendo also, what are the props I would give Nintendo as, as a game publisher and as a company in general that they still do correctly that most companies are doing is they're not sucking at our goddamn teats for microtransactions and DLC. Don't get me wrong. I want some DLC. Apparently, Zelda is getting DLC. Uh, like story story based DLC, which I'm totally cool with, um, but they are not like they're not like EA, who's like, oh, here's buy these FIFA cards, you know, so you can make your online team and be the best team, even though the best team costs like 500 US dollars total. Yeah. Or or oh wait, you you're playing the Call of Duties? Oh well, you need this gun, and to get this gun, you got grind. Or or give us like 10 bucks, save like a month of your time, and here, here's your Duder gun. You should buy the new Call of Duty because we have two more down the pipeline. Do you hear? Do you hear remastered the Modern Warfare remastered added new guns that you have to grind for? No. They weren't in the original. No, I'm not joking. What do you grind for? Like, like you have to unlock them with like. A resource like the like the ones in Infinite Warfare. That's what I'm saying. I like. I, I was being. Like, it was the remaster. It was the safe space. Yeah, and there. Are, that's even still like they're talking about like the next, the new one's gonna go back to its roots. I'm like, to me, they're apparently they're gonna remaster too, and I was totally on board. And they're like, oh, here's new guns in the original one. I'm like, no, that's not only what. That's what I'm saying. I think, and I think you know this is a discussion um, that. You know, industries have as a whole because I was, I was reading many articles and they're like, you know, what what is the future of industries in general? Like businesses, like where what should businesses do? Shifting away from the mobile market. Yeah. Oh, get out of there. And what they're saying, it's like even with bookstores, like they're saying how Barnes and Noble is, is being successful because you know people in this day and age don't. There's no people involved in it. There, it's it's your you're dealing with answering machines. You're dealing with all these different things, and so a bookstore is successful because there's people in there. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm saying with Nintendo, is Nintendo is like, yes, I could offer these transactions, I could do all these things everyone else is doing, but if I don't do that, and everyone keeps doing it, eventually people are going to say, you know what, I'm just going to go buy a Switch, because A, it's cheaper, I'm going to buy a $40 game, $60 game, and I'm going to have it, and that's it. Are the Switch games 40 I think they're $60. $60. I think, I think, I'm just going to see where Breath of the Wild is at right now. I remember the Wii was 40 and that was a big part of it. For right, me. yeah, that was a big thing. And if it's $40, I'm like, this, this, is, this is perfect. Like, how much is it? Uh, I'm going to Amazon right now. $55, yeah. Yeah, so, so it's, yeah, it's So cheap. now they're 60 Now, because now I just, you know, they're putting it up. But what I'm saying is, 
But if you bought a $60 game, you're getting that game. But if you were to buy, if you bought $60 Infinite Warfare, you're like, okay, I'm always going to be microtransactions begging at me. There's going to be all this different stuff, all these DLCs I have to buy. Is there a season pass for Legend of Zelda? Uh, yes, there, there is, because oh, okay. they, they, but, but there's... Nintendo! No, no, but it's story-based DLC. Okay. Like, that's, that's fine. It isn't Call of Duty maps and stuff like that. Although, the one thing is, I think they're adding an extra difficulty mode that you can only get with a season pass. In which case, that's bullshit, because it's part of, the, like, and here's the thing, right? Here's, here's my thing with DLC, right? Anything that could or should have been part of the original game should not be paid DLC. So, like, it's, like, I guess, easy, normal, hard. This is, like, hardcore mode. Yeah, this is called, the new mode is gonna be, like, a hardcore mode. That should be in the game already. There's no way you had to, like, actually design it differently. Like, it isn't a new map. Like, yes. you need to build it from the ground up. So, that that's bullshit. That shouldn't be a DLC thing. Like, that that shouldn't be. But the extra story content they're adding, that's proper DLC. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, I, I don't agree with season passes in general, though. Like, I, I don't agree with buying them. I think it's okay if they exist. It's whatever. Same as pre-orders. I get it. Like, I don't pre-order games unless, like, there's very few times I pre-order games. Okay. Like, very few times. It's like... The Halos, I'll pre-order because like that's my shit. I'll rock with it, whatever <laughs> you know. Like, like I'm going, like I'm going to buy this game, so I'm just gonna have it on launch, yeah, like you exactly. know. Or, or like if a console's launching, like I would, I would pre-order Breath of the Wild if I was pre-ordering Nintendo Switch, okay. like obviously. Uh, but like I don't buy season passes. Like I rather just eat the whole amount, like and make sure the content's good. And so for the future, because I don't know what's down the pipeline for the Switch. What do you think Nintendo's Focus should be because obviously Zelda games are going to sell, Mario games are going to sell. Games make but good games. Do you want Nintendo making those games, or do you think yes, they no, start no. Other companies? they they need the new third parties. Uh, maybe some third party. So the third party exclusives they really want right now are indie games. I think I think you want really good third party indie game I exclusives. Xbox made that um, when they were launching the Xbox One. They're like, oh yes, and on the Xbox One they have a bunch of indie games. And there's this whole like so yeah, and now Xbox, PlayStation Four has like, it. Summer, PlayStation Four has like indie games, all this stuff, and that's like I know the indie marketplace on Xbox Xbox PlayStation is very good. And I like that. I like going there for all the exclusive games you could get. Yeah, but I think Nintendo would be in a very cool spot if they here's a, cause if Nintendo had like the Shovel Knight exclusive release like of the sequel if they made like, a sequel like that that's their audience too. Right, like, the, 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 the platformers and all that. Yeah, Nintendo audience will love if they're like, okay, we're gonna give you all these. Indie games, indie game market. Like, it's not going to happen with Fez 2. If Fez 2 ever came out, if it was Nintendo exclusive, it's just there. You got it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, do you, do you think Nintendo Yeah, should... they need to focus. So, there's two things they need to do. They need to focus on the indie crowd. Because I think, obviously, they need third-party games. It's going to happen. But having exclusive indie games are going to be easier than good exclusive first parties. Because Xbox has that unlocked. PS4 has that unlocked. And a lot of third-party industries are like, exclusivities aren't worth it. Like, we're, we're already so established. We already have the bank capital to make these games. So unless it's a whole new IP they need bankrolling for, there really isn't a reason to go exclusive Are you anymore. See the call, do you think they're going to try and, you know, I, I feel like there there is like the, the Call of Duty audience is not the Nintendo audience. Like they are too. Oh different. yeah, absolutely. Although I did play a shit ton of Call of Duty World at War on fucking Wii because yeah. I had like the yeah. rifle. I had the that was so much fucking fun. Oh my god, I, I would I would pay good money to play that game again, like with like a, a very full server of people, yeah. like. So and so, so you think? So that's what I'm saying. Is, is I don't know if Activision could look at this, the the Switch, and be like, okay, yeah, like let's let's make sure the next Call of Duty game's on the Switch. Uh, I mean, you they know? might make it on the Switch because they don't have to do any weird motion things with it because there's regular controllers. Yeah. Um. Th- th- so the second thing they really need to do here is that 
they need to make good games. And this is a good step forward with Breath of the Wild, although, again, it's been in development for years now, so it's like, it wasn't like they, they knew that already. It's just, it just, they took time with it. Uh, they have a lot of properties they're not using. And granted, here's the thing. A lot of nostalgia people are like, where's F-Zero? Where's Metroid? And some of that. People don't understand that those games did not sell well. You just lived in the echo chamber of Nintendo games. So within your mind, you and all your friends who own Nintendo have this game and have fond memories of this game. Thus, it must have sold well. They didn't sell that well in the overall scope of how well games sell. I don't think I've... I've, I've... Captain Falcon makes. I, I I know Captain Falcon, but I don't know Captain. I know Captain. Sure, Falcon but you you know Samus. Like everyone wants a new Metroid game because like I that's like. I didn't play them. I just, I just know her from Smash Brothers. Okay, but like but like Metroid is like the closest thing to like a rated M Nintendo game that Nintendo really has. Like but you know. Do you think Metroid would sell well? And then that's what I'm saying. A lot of people like like I'm gonna bring it up right now with the last Metroid games. Uh, Metroid game sales. Oh, I were, the last one was very like what was it? Project it wasn't great. Four, it wasn't. Like, I mean, it was a good game. That was a great. Yeah, Project M was a good game. But like it didn't it didn't sell well. Um, I'm gonna look it up here. But yeah, like uh like even even like Star Fox like Star Star Fox sells better than Metroid. I I I'm almost positive. Uh, like I do like even if these games don't sell well, even even if their their series don't sell well, you need to still bankroll first party games. You can't just keep like releasing all these Mario games over and over again, even if they're great. You know, like it's the same thing. You need that variety because you're not gonna get the third party exclusives or the really good third party games on your system working better than they are on, like, Xbox One or PS4. You need to bankroll your own first-party games, and that means dipping into series that won't sell that well, but at least give people a reason to get into the ecosystem, like some people, then do it. Like, you just have to do it. There might be someone who's sitting on the side saying, you know, I want to buy a Switch, but, you know, I, I, I love Star Fox, I love right. Metroid, and... No, if, if I don't want to play Mario games anymore, I'll invest in something else. Like let's say, let's say, let's say a million copies of a game, right? Let's let's say, let's say they make a Metroid, right? Yeah. And you sell a million copies of Metroid, right? Which you know, eh, you know, for first party game, you want more than that because you probably have a lot of R and D in it as a company. Um, what, what you, but yeah, you might sell some Switches. Right, and I was like, you like like what what if we told you that that forty percent of the people who bought the Metroid bought a switch. Bought a switch. Yeah, like they're like they're like, Oh, I loved Metroid when I played it before. I'll go buy the switch. You know, like I feel like there's a lot of people who who are untapped who want these games back and because they got burned with not getting these games, they're like, Well, I'm out because like this is the thing, like if you if you release Captain Falcon, you know, a re a new Captain Falcon, a new F Zero game, sorry. Yeah, they release a new F Zero game with a new Captain Falcon in it, and they sell Eight hundred thousand, you know, eight hundred thousand, even five hundred thousand, and they have a thirty percent pickup rate on the switch on any of those numbers. That's, that's still pretty good. That's a lot of money. And they're in the ecosystem. Because the goal is, I feel like the goal is not to get people to. Because at the end of the day, you make you want people buying your console. Mm -hmm. Because once they invest in that console, they invest in the games. Yes, they're like okay, why? Well, and buy. because Nintendo does everything internally, like unlike PS4, who again Nathan Drake is the first party game, but they outsource that to Naughty Dog. They can use the money from the Switch sales and like Zelda sales to bankroll these smaller games. It's like back in the movie industry, back in the day, movies would have block sales basically, where you you don't license one movie to theaters, you license a group of movies, and so by doing that, you don't buy the right to show Star Wars. You buy Star Wars, and then you also buy like La La Land, although that, that turned out to be big. You buy you buy a bunch of smaller movies the studio also made, yeah. and so the bigger movies help bankroll these smaller movies that are good but don't have the wide audience appeal, and that's what you have to do with Nintendo Switch and Nintendo games. Yeah, because everyone everyone will buy the Zelda game. Like, okay, mm -hmm. but the Zelda sales, you know, those ten million sales of Zelda will offset the maybe six hundred thousand 
people who are buying F Zero, mm-hmm. but you're now getting forty thousand, fifty thousand people on the ecosystem, and the then system. they buy Zelda, and then they buy. And to me, is you know, if you bought a Switch, chances are your friend will buy a Switch. You know, and then if your friend buys, it's this whole thing of mm-hmm. Nintendo, and I think consoles in general are on the idea of. If, a, if one person buys it, their friend group. Like that's what my friend. It's all about the ecosystem. That's my what it's friend, about. My friend bought an Xbox because he's like, well, my whole friend group has it. I want a PS4, but all my friends have an mm-hmm. Xbox. I'm just gonna buy an Xbox because I want to play with my friends. And that's what, I think that's what Nintendo is. Nintendo has this ecosystem. Has this. Nintendo's always been good about that. Yeah. Like the like the Nintendo DS. Do you have a DS when you were younger? I, I, okay. They came out. Nintendo DS, absolutely. What What would yeah. you say was the 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 best feature about the DS? Because I, I want to see what your response actually is. I'm gonna say what I think it is. Or, or what is what is the most unique in cultivating a good like gaming ecosystem? I like. I, I, couldn't you connect wirelessly this time? Like, yeah, you, you could. You could. But you could use like, like the Game Boy. I, I liked the. Oh, I liked that you 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 had the DS and it and on the bottom you had the Game Boy too. Oh sure. So like yeah. Legacy. Okay. Yeah, so there's no point. In me sure. Yeah. So I just went and got it. I was like, I just, sure. So that's that's a good one. Yeah, I'm using it. Here's my opinion on. It. Sure. Downloadable games that you didn't own. There were multiplayer games you could play where only well, one, like Mario one. Kart. Like oh. Mario Kart, only one person had to own Mario Kart. Granted, everyone else had to play oh, Shy Guy. Wait, wait, yes, I remember that. Yes, you yeah, everyone yeah, else had to play Shy Guy, but you could all play Mario Kart. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I want to buy Mario Kart. Yes, that blew my mind. I remember that. Uh, Golden Eye 64. We had a, we had a kid on my website, Golden Eye 64. Every day, he just gets on. We, we initiate the download. We all play Golden Eye 64. But only one person needed to own it. And then I ended up buying it later because, like, the kid ended up being on a different bus. So I'm like, I'll buy it. We will play, we'll play Golden Eye still. So. I remember, yeah, cause I remember I had, I had like a Star Fox DS game, and like it was like play your friends. I was like, oh, I'm not gonna have it, and like it's, you still could. Yeah, exactly. It, it was just like a lower, like they got less content. Different hours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're like, and they went out and bought it, and because it was just like, because I'd be like, well, I want to play when Jack's not here, and people play each other, and play, that's to me, that's Nintendo. Me is like playing my DS in the car with my friends and being like, oh man, Star Fox. Like, I'm bored. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and then. My Xbox is I want to play like I feel like Xbox to me is I want to. It's more solo experiences. I want to get these gaming experiences, but Nintendo, I'm like, like I, I would never play like I sit down and go let's play Mario Party because I know I know <laughs> Mario Party should give us a multiplayer fun experience. Whereas fun is a relative turn. Do you like destroying friendships? <laughs> it depends when you play. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, I think overall one of the big takeaways you know we can take away from this whole episode today is Nintendo is very good. At selling their brand, they know their brand, they know their audience, but what they have to start doing with the Switch is offering not just Zelda and Mario. It's right. At this point, you know, I, I don't think Zelda and Mario will just cover everything. I mean, they can, but if they want the cash they really desire, they need to do more. Don't, don't get me wrong. Zelda and Mario is going to make the Switch, like, insane. The Splatoon re-release, which is going to sell a lot, is going to be insane for them. Uh, and that's the other thing. They're developing really good new first-party things. Like Splatoon is a total hit. Uh, although apparently the new Splatoon is actually like a Splatoon 1.5. It isn't like an, it isn't like it isn't like a full new game. It's like like it's like it's like DLC baked into the original one with updated graphics and stuff. I don't know. I can't I can't speak to it as much. But um yeah, they really need to think about cultivating the ecosystem further. And, and I, I I don't I don't have a Switch. Maybe maybe it does have the thing Nintendo DS ad where you're like oh one person has a game you can kind of all play it if you have a Switch. If they, if they don't, they absolutely should. Yes. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't. Uh, although, they do in some ways because, like, you can split the Joy-Cons apart and play the games like that. Um, but, yeah. Like, they, they need to think of ways to 
bring more people into the ecosystem. Because again, once they're in there, Nintendo just makes all the games that matter. So like, once they're in there, you have the money going. It isn't like Xbox where you can bring them in and then they might not buy Halo. They might not buy all your first party games that exist because Xbox doesn't have that many. And then you have to rely solely on subscriptions for uh, Xbox Live or Xbox Game Pass they're coming out with. Like, or PS4. Like, PS4, like, there's a lot of people I don't have a PS4. They, they don't really care about that. Story. They just want to play, like, Call of Duty, some of that. They own it for that. And then PlayStation only gets subscription money. But Nintendo, once you're in there, the big games that you're actually worth playing are all going back to Nintendo. Yeah. So. And yeah, look at, looking at the time here. So I think, this, I think the Switch, I think it will be a Nintendo console that you kind of either kind of forget about, kind of goes off to the No, I don't think so. That's what I'm saying. So I don't think it's going that way either. I think they're going to witness something I think very interesting. I think it's still, I think it will have an effect on the industry. I think it will have an effect on the I'm going to I'm going to make a very bold statement here. Go make on. a very bold statement. Uh, I think the Switch has the possibility to outsell the Wii. But the biggest problem is the amount of PS4s in the wild and it's kind of being late to the show. So, I think if it came out within the same year or like uh, like twelve months of when PS4 launched and Xbox One launched, with this console the way it is, the same games, all that stuff, I think it had potential to equally sell. Maybe not outsell the Wii because because the Wii was around for so many years. Like the console cycle, like that console cycle with Xbox 360, Wii, and PS3 was so long because of the depression, and they knew they couldn't sell another console because people didn't have money to buy new consoles. Yeah. Um, but like within the time span, I think the Switch could be as successful monetarily overall as as the Wii. I think I I don't, I don't think it'll bomb like the Wii U. I think they definitely learned their mistakes from the Wii U is what we're seeing now. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's gonna be I think it could be pretty good. I mean, the real thing is year two. Year two is where it matters. Uh, so surprises at E three would be great, even though they don't actually go to E three. They'll just have like a video or something yeah. like that. Um, but I think year two will tell us how good it's gonna be. But I think they've learned a lot. Okay, and and for those who have been listening for those who we end up watching this uh you know please feel free to reach out uh at our twitters which is i'm at the red baron and i'm at the money mike this is our youtube channel uh youtube slash yen network correct ye network ye network and you know join in the discussion tell us what you think because at the end of the day you know it should be up to you guys yeah tweet at us comment on the video uh if you're if you're watching the video go subscribe on itunes uh that helps us out a lot gives us more demographic data and stuff like that and uh yeah guys time to power down Cool. Oh, that was good. Hopefully the audio is the lavalier is good. It's been yeah, it's good. Go on. Okay. Oh yes, let's do that shit. Good oh. call this Mike, because I didn't press record till after the intro, so I was like, oh thank goodness, Mike, I did the other one. I think this, I think I'm just gonna use the lav to be honest. This mic is garbage. I mean, I don't blame you. Blame your teacher, and the fact that you didn't want to listen to me about getting a better one. That's a record man. Listen, if you just had this mic, though, like, this mic is going to last years. Like, you're going to have to upgrade out of this because it's fucking garbage. Five years worth of it. Like, you, you, you spent... How much was it? 30 bucks. Alright, you spent 30 bucks on this. It was bad. It was... I got this used for 70 and then the audio box was another 40 But, like, I'm going to be using this for fucking years. You're going to use... Well... Well, I get... Once I have a job, I'll have to invest in the next one because it's expensive. Right. And you get... Right, but but the fact that you're gonna buy one anyway is like you shouldn't be doing that.
Let's go. I, I think. No, I, I think it was good. I think it was good. We stayed on that one big topic. No, I wanted to end it. Yeah, I wanted to get off that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all, most of my topics were extended. Really. I had one other one depending on what you were bringing to the table that wasn't extended related. I was also very. I I, re- I didn't realize it until after you did it, but I, I think you made a very good move by not allowing us to go in that Xbox discussion. I think by saying holding it off. Well, well, well. Well, yeah, th- I want to keep it on Nintendo, but also that's like a. I knew once I get into that, I was gonna go on a whole that was like, yeah. fucking thing. I mean, I, I noticed after you did, I was, I was, I was like, I was very good call. I think that could have led to a very big tangent of us going on. Yeah, no, because I have, I have very, I also have very, uh, like, like I am very impressed by what Microsoft has done. I've studied the movies uh, they have made. I like Phil Spencer a lot. That's what I'm saying. Like, Phil Spencer fucking saved Xbox. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know who, I don't know what like he was before, but I remember him. Like, I feel like he's the one dude who's like, okay, no, I'm not letting Xbox die. Like, no, yeah, no. He, 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 he did it right, dude. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to be the guy. So I really just said, yeah. No, he was like, I'm going to save all this shit. Yeah. But I think very, very impressive. I think 